Blog Talk Radio. Way down among Brazilians, coffee beans grow by the billions, so they've got to find those extra cups to fill. They've got an awful lot of coffee in Brazil. You can't get cherry soda, cause they've got to fill that quota. And the way things are, I'll bet they never will. They've got a zillion tons of coffee in Brazil. No tea or tomato juice, you'll see. No potato juice, cause the planters down in Santa's all say no, no, no. The politician's daughter was accused of drinking water and was fined the great big $50 bill. They've got an awful lot of coffee in Brazil. Like a percolator Her perfume was made right on the grill Why they could percolate the ocean in Brazil And when their ham and eggs need savor Coffee ketchup gives them flavor Coffee pickles way outsell the dill Why they put coffee in the coffee in Brazil No tea No tomato juice You'll see, no potato juice. The planters down in Santa's all say no, no, no. So you led to the local color, serving coffee with a crawler. Duncan doesn't take a lot of skill. They've got an awful lot of coffee, an awful lot of coffee. Man, they got a gang of coffee in Brazil. Hey, everybody. Hi, this is Jorianne, the Coffee Psychic. Uh, I have been MIA, missing in action recently. I had some personal things going on in my life. So even tonight, I um, was, um, I wasn't sure if I was going to be able to get on the show. So I had some late advertisements going out. So whoever joins us, that's great. Otherwise, I know we've got the people, the spirits from the other side joining us tonight. I've had some very weird and unusual experiences going on. And um, so I can tell you uh, one of the stories. Now, I'm going to talk about the tarot cards tonight. But one of the things that happened to me recently, uh, many of you guys know that I am starting to write my books. And in the writing of the books, um, there's just so much information. It's, It's just one of the main topics that I was going to be covering is my sister, Carol. Um, she died, oh my goodness, I can't tell you how many years ago. But when she passed, it was, if, if we could call death outside of the emotional stuff that we had to go from the, the grieving process and sometimes getting angry and all this other stuff that we really have to go through because it's life-altering, life-shaking, that sort of thing. Um, step inside of that, uh, all the upsets that we had to go with my sister, upsets we had to go through when my sister died. My sister Carol and I were studying the paranormal field together years and years and years ago. And we had this agreement. I don't know how it popped up, but it just popped up. Um, and one of us said to the other, it, it probably was me, by the way, hey, Carol, if I die first, I'm going to come back and help you, okay? 
And then, and she's like, okay. And I said, and if you take first, then you're going to have to come back and help me. And she goes, sure thing. So my sister has really kept her word on coming through and helping me and giving me communication. And um, it was it was very interesting. Um, oh, my gosh. It was probably four weeks ago or five weeks ago that she had come to visit me. And after that, probably within a day or two, or there, there were some major life changes that I went through. Now, um, I also had it with my sister. Normally, will come to the right side of my face. And, and as you guys, many of you guys know that are in the spiritual field, the psychic field works so quickly, it works so fast, that it's like the speed of thought. That's how we communicate with each other on the other side, you know, um, our wonderful dead people that had to leave us, unfortunately, early. So instantly my sister comes to the right side of my head, and I go, Scott Carol, is I going to die? She says, yes, but don't worry. It's not going to be you. Now, she has that, said that for years and years and years. So, um, gosh, there was one time where she actually came in, and she was, as I was looking at her, she was at least two blocks away. And I looked down the block, and I was looking at her, and I knew for sure it was my sister. And all I said was, Carol, what are you doing so far away? And it was within about two weeks that my Uncle Jim, who was living in Florida at that time, died. So he was far away. It took a couple of weeks for her showing up to manifest his death. So one of the other times, because normally she'll just go ahead and pop into my head and you know, and then we have that quick conversation. And then, so she's coming to let me know. So I always call her the harbinger of death. And I don't think she's upset about that. I think she's okay with that, actually, because she, she comes to give me different information and stuff. Uh, and many times it's that, though. Anyway, so one time I woke up, I was on the couch, and I'd fallen asleep. And uh, she had suddenly, I think it was like four something in the morning, shouted out my name. Her face was like, I don't know, directly on top of my face, almost like I was looking at like her face being like a foot and a foot and a half long or something or wide. And she yelled out my name. So that bolted me awake. And then suddenly, after she left, I received a phone call. And I'm telling you, within five minutes, I received a phone call that um, somebody had passed. So uh, with my sister, I'm going to spend some time sharing some of the amazing things that happened. Uh, and, again, I don't know uh, everyone's perception on, you know, passing. I know that when I studied, you know, people, people question so many things about our passing and the life after from here. Um, when I was studying psychology, one of the studies that we had done was – where they had put a person on a scale. And they, they did this with several people. They put them on a scale right before they were dying. And as they passed, they could actually see a weight loss of ounces. So you guys can look it up, look it up online. It's out there. So... My sister's uh, passing was very, very interesting because she had, um, fortunately, had a very severe heart attack, and she was living with 15% of her heart. Um, she had been put on a heart transplant list, and it was uh, a tough experience for her to go through. <clears throat> but as a Reiki healer, um, I went in immediately into action and started doing a lot of prayer work over my sister. Um, I also believe in, you know, the copper pyramids and the crystals on top of them, you know, dispersing energy over people and the Reiki and things like that. And the one night that my sister had to be transferred one, from one hospital to another major hospital downtown Chicago, my brother and I went in to start praying over her body. 
and when we were praying over her body, what was interesting was that her body started to shake and started to tremble. So as her body was shaking and trembling, I looked at my brother and I said, you know what, I think this is good, Uh, because we're praying for quite a while. And after that, uh, because with 15% of her heart capacity left at that time, I do as much heart damage as she had, they weren't giving her a good uh, outlook. Yet, she was with us five years longer, even with 15% of her heart. Now, that was amazing, you guys. That was really amazing. And um, so my sister ended up going to a heart transplant list. At that time, she did move out to Florida. And uh, in Florida, that was the time she ended up um, getting on the heart transplant list. It was very, very fascinating because in the hospital, now we do have some callers that are, that was, that are calling in now, uh, but what was fascinating was in the hospital, I been talking to my sister, Sue, you know, I, I flew out to be with my sister for the operation, and she ended up having seven candles that she lit, and I had brought seven candles to light in my sister's room. So that was kind of unusual because neither one of us knew what we were doing. And my sister Carol had said, you know, we were talking, I said, whose heart do you think you got? Like just, she goes, I don't know. I said, well, what does it feel like? And she said it feels like a 17-year-old little boy who died in a car accident. And so, of course, we asked the nurses, it's like, hey, can you tell us, um, whose heart my sister got. And they said, you know, we're not, we're not allowed to give that information out. And so we said, well, we think it belonged to a 17-year-old little boy who died in a car accident. If you just happen to find out, would you please let us know? So believe it or not, the nurses came back and they did tell us that it was a 17-year-old little boy who died in a car accident. Now, I was just sharing this part of the story with my brother Fred and he had said, that's right, because she, we found out uh, that it was um, a Cuban, a young man that was of Cuban descent. And she said after she had gotten the heart, she actually started wanting some spicy food. So it was interesting, right? So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take our next caller here, our first caller. And you guys can ask any question you'd like. And then... Um, and then I'll just go back to sharing with you what happened with my sister and how I learned how to be an exorcist, actually. All right, so we're going to say, hi, caller, who is this and where are you calling from? Hi, this is Elizabeth from Chicago. Hey, Elizabeth, welcome to the show. This was a late notice. This was a late notice. <laughs> so thanks for joining. Yeah, I did. <laughs> but anyway... Um, well, that's very interesting about your sister. Boy, yeah, it's really something. Um, it is. Anyway, um, I don't know if I have a question. I guess my question is, will I be moving next year? Do you see anything like that for me? I, uh, I'm not sure. Um, let me, let me uh, tell you what it feels like to me. Uh, it feels okay. like, yes, you will. And, and let's put it this way. It almost, you know how some people are little snowbirds and they go to Florida or they go to a different state and they're like, I'm going to test it out, I'm going to test it out, I'm going to go back and forth and kind of feel it out. It does feel like you'll be moving. Now, I'm not sure if you're going to pick Florida or not, but I sure do feel warm weather around you. That's what I can tell you. And Hmm. it doesn't mean that you have to move to Florida, but just please remember that I said I feel Florida around you. Okay? Oh, okay. You got that? Which means you might be traveling to Florida. Uh, You might even be going to Arizona. But it still feels like, yes, there's going to be a move in store for you, whether it's within 12 months or 18 months here. Because it feels like the energy where you're at right now seems to be, how can I say it? It's almost like a well running dry. It feels like you could stay where you're at, but it doesn't feel like it's sustaining your needs, like 
where you're at seems to be moving and the energy is drying up and you're going to have more opportunities in a different location. Like you're going to feel better in a different location. It's just going to be so much nicer. That's what I want to tell you. And I don't know if any of that makes sense to you right now. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to move, but I feel like maybe I should. I don't know. I'm thinking next year maybe I might consider it. Um, I just moved in here two years ago um, when my husband died, and uh, I just I don't, I don't know if I like it here. I mean, I it works for me, but I, I don't know. <laughs> so I was wondering. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I'm kind of in my mind thinking I got to get rid of stuff so I can. It's easier to pack, you know. So I don't know where I'm going with this. But um, totally. I don't know if he's going or not, but, you know, you never know. Just be well, prepared. Let me, tell you, let me tell you, it does feel like, I'm going to do a little spread here for you. And I might have to go on to my speakerphone also just to let you know. I'm going to do a little okay. spread here for you. And um, so this is for Elizabeth. <clears throat> Elizabeth, 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 Elizabeth. And uh, are you in Washington State or where are you at, Elizabeth? No, I'm I'm in Chicago. All right, very good, very good. All right, I want you to to stop shuffling these cards right now. Just say stop at any time. Oh, I'm sorry, stop. Okay. All right. Because that has you put your energy into it, okay? Okay. All right. So, <clears throat> was there any reason that you needed a lawyer? Anything around anything legal or a lawyer? And I don't care if it's for your inheritance. I don't, you know, what I'm saying your mm-hmm. will. I'm not sure what it is. Um, in a minor way, I did maybe a year or so ago, but I not really. Okay, very good. I know. Well, your first card is a lawyer. So that would tell me that there's been some action around a lawyer or something legal. It also, secondary meaning says, now is the time for you to forge your plans, set your goals, and bring them to fruition, okay? So that okay. really speaks to you about what you're really starting to do right now. You're looking forward to a possible move. And again, it's just, it, psychically, when I look at you and I feel your vibrations right now, Elizabeth, it really does feel like you're going in that direction, okay? There's okay. going to be more growing and learning for you. Uh, I'm not sure if you're learning anything new on YouTube or... If you're learning anything, going back to any kind of classes, but there's going to be more learning, more schooling, um, things like that for you, okay? Yeah, I was trying now, to move in that direction, but uh, the universe has been stopping me at every turn. <laughs> and so, I mean, okay, the pipe broke in the bathroom, there was a flood. I mean, it's unbelievable. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, it's been oh, a, a bad couple months here so I keep uh, you know I want to sign up for classes and I can't take them because uh, you know everything's in turmoil but I'm moving in that direction <laughs> okay good. I'm hoping. So this shows me that you'll get there <laughs> oh, good. it says you will get there I'm a little hoarse tonight you guys so um, I hope you can uh, deal with okay. my uh, change of voice here okay so oh, now, okay. this is really interesting Elizabeth because you do have a card so you've got two cards one says an, impo- an imposter, somebody who could be a threat to your safety, possible exposure, or cunning, unforeseen situation. Uh, so it's always like a comma, comma, comma. But it's also next to a card where it says somebody's going to promise you the world, but they're definitely out of touch with reality. Carefully consider any propositions. So no. that would say you do want to watch out for something here because what if you have somebody that's coming to fix something? That, and you pay them up front, and then they, you know, take off with your money. So you want to make sure that when you're doing something with anyone new right now, you're going to go ahead and be very cautious and careful and keep your eyes open, okay? Okay. All right? Hmm. Yeah. Now, the okay. next card well. says there's a – well, right, so, here, so here's the thing. I hear some hesitancy in your voice, Right? And the information, I don't know if I've read you in the past, Elizabeth, or not, but I have done readings for over 40 years, and I have recently had some things manifest from 24 years ago. There is no time on the other side, guys. There just isn't. So does this have to mean right now? No, ma'am, positively not. 
Could this mean that there could be some legal wrangles that you're you're dealing with or something pops up? Could be. Or you could even, you know, watch your credit card. But the most important thing when I do my readings, I always say to be forewarned is to be forearmed. So when you have something coming up, if you're getting a hint or a glimpse or even a, a weird feeling about something, please listen to your intuition. It is, it is of the utmost importance because that is your phone cord to God. And God and the spirit guides and the angels, they are all here working with us to help us in this lifetime. Okay? And if somebody is saying, hey, there could be a creep or somebody else around you, keep your eyes open. Okay? Okay. And, well, it, might be, and of... it might be five years. might be five years from now. I don't know. Yeah, well, there's plenty of creeps out there, so I, you know, I watch everybody. <laughs> good, okay. good, good, good. I'm glad, I'm glad. And, and I always tell people, listen, you guys, if there's any feedback you want to give me, people give me feedback all the time, anywhere from during a reading up to 30 years after a reading that is not a joke. People have called me from a reading that I did 30 years ago, several people have, and have said, this is what he has manifest, manifested, Okay. Now, well, the fun part here for you, go ahead. And that legal thing, could the legal thing be like a good thing, like maybe some good legal thing is happening? Yes. Or is it a negative? Yes, ma'am. Oh. Yeah, definitely. Oh, okay. uh, they could, yeah. yep. So the next chart says a number of different options will become available to you. It's going to be difficult to make a choice. It's always been wonderful. Energy must be focused on a single goal to ensure ultimate success. And it says, you have made the correct choice. Do not change your mind. And then one more card. Was there any, did you have any kind of upsets with any kind of family or friends at all? Well, the landlord I did, but I don't know. A family, not, no, not the, uh, maybe a minor one with one of my brothers, yeah. But uh, nothing, nothing big. Nope, that's okay. It just, these don't always show really big or small. What happens is, let's say if I have this card, uh, the Ten of Cups reversed, that says an upset, you know, family or friends, whatever. They've had an upset. Now, if the Tower card follows that or is next to that, then you better know that it's going to be a big bada-bing bada-boom. You know, oh, like you've okay. got something going on here, right? But that doesn't have the Tower card next to it. It just says there might be some upsets in which you just validated that. So that's what you want to do. You always want to, when you're getting a psychic reading, it's always very good to validate the psychic also because sometimes we're getting the information. It's like, well, it doesn't make sense to them. It doesn't make sense to them. And so sometimes the thread will dry up. Like I'll, I'll keep looking down a certain thread for more information for you. And some people, some people do know what it's about, but some people call back later and say, oh, it didn't hit me. I didn't get that till later. Or they don't remember some of the names that come up through the reading and stuff. And then they're like, oh, my God, it was my grandfather. So stuff like that. So if you can recall it while you're getting a psychic reading, then definitely validate it with a psychic because then more information might be flooding through from that. Oh, okay. Well, I definitely, I believe in you. I've had, uh, you've read me, um, I think, a couple times, but not in a formal setting, but... um, you um, you came to my office one time and you completely <laughs> described um, my my business partner's dead mother, and she was haunting the place. And you you even said what she was wearing. You you said she's wearing a pantsuit. And I was, oh my god! I mean, this woman um, even answered our phones when we weren't there after she died. It was unbelievable. But you you know it. I'm like oh my god! And then you even knew that this other guy had died in the construction on that building and you, you walked into my office and you said, there's a spirit here. Um, you know, and I was like, Oh my God. Wow. I mean, so you were, uh, you were completely on the money that day. Um, oh, wow. Elizabeth, thank you. It was unbelievable. So I, I'm a, I'm a believer. <laughs> yeah, oh, thank I, you. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, ma'am. Very, very yeah. interesting. Um, wow. Thank so you. I appreciate that. Yeah, we used to laugh about it all the time after we go, well, Mary Alice, is, you know, the, you know, she would turn the lights on when uh, we had an employee go in and water the plants while we were, you know, away. 
and um, she'd come in, and then she'd leave the building. She'd look up, and all the lights were back on. I guess she wanted the oh lights my on. Oh, my God. It was funny. Oh, but my you God. Did, you, you saw her there. <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. Well, thank you. And I did hear the name Mary right before you said it, so even though it wasn't, I didn't hear the whole name, but yeah. I heard Mary, so it's beautiful. Yeah, her name was Mary, yeah. <laughs> It was funny, but um, okay. Wow. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate it, and uh, I don't really want to move, but if I do, um, you know, you said there's options, so maybe, maybe. Oh, I think you'll I be happy. To... Oh, okay, good. Well, I hope so. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, yes. have a great night. Yes. I appreciate you, your reading. Thank you very much. You too. Take care. Oh, okay. thanks. Thank you, Fabulous. Okay. So, <clears throat> so again, you guys sometimes. There And uh, what great feedback, uh, Elizabeth. Thank you so much. Sometimes they're dead relatives. Again, this was, this was just the craziest thing. Um, uh, I had some uh, major, major life changes a couple of weeks ago, and uh, that's why I've been, you know, I'm not on the show for a while. But my sister literally jumped inside my body during a reading of one of my clients. And I said, <clears throat> I said, oh, my God, we've got an unexpected guest that just joined the show. And, or not the show, that just joined our reading. And the woman said, who is it? And I said, well, it's my dead sister, Carol. And she's like, wow, what does that mean? And I said, quite honestly, she's the harbinger of death. So I said, good news and bad news. I said, well, wait a minute. I don't think there's any, uh, I don't think there's any really, like, great news here. I said, but we had already talked about somebody passing away in her family and um and i said so we could you know get yourself prepared because it's something that may be happening and uh and some people do want to know about death you guys some people have called me and said hey jorianne do you think something's going to happen death wise or you know what does this look like and when people are calling a psychic and if you're actually asking and you want to know then then a psychic if you guys are okay with it then you say, yes, I want to know, or no, I don't. That would be the best advice I can say on that. But we knew somebody was passing. I could feel this person getting ready to pass, so I shared that. And then I said, and then I said to, uh, to the uh, lady that I was reading, I said, you know what, here's the thing. I really don't know if my sister is here for you or for me. And then within a day or two, there were some major uh, dramatic changes that occurred. So it was very, very interesting that she had once again come to visit me to give me this information. The other thing that I was getting so excited about was that she was channeling so much information through me to my one client. I was sitting there asking my sister, it's like, are you going to become one of my new spirit guides and start channeling all this information for me? I haven't seen my sister in so long because she's been on the other side, but, you know, she comes in dreams and she comes in different ways. But it's it's always wonderful to have a like more of a solid, you know, like you're sitting right in front of this dead person just chatting away. That's always wonderful for all of us. So I'm going to go to our next caller here. Let's see who we have online. <clears throat> Hello, caller. Who is this and where are you calling from? Hi, Jorianne. This is Tamika and I'm calling from Florida. Tamika? Yeah, Tamika. Hi. How are Hi. you? Okay. So um, I took your advice the last time we spoke. Um, I reached out to the guy. I don't know if I told you his name, but I'll tell you it now. So we've seen okay. someone named Jose. I know his birthday and everything, too, if you need it. So I was seeing I someone named Okay, I was seeing someone named Jose, and I reached out to him, and everything was good after I reached out to him. This past Saturday, though, we got into, like, this huge fight through text. And it wasn't good. And I'm just wondering, like, if you see us being over, like, um, or what's going on with him? Like, what happened? Like, you know, like. Let me do a separate it. spread. Let me do a separate spread for you, honey. Let me ask okay. you this: Have you guys seen each other in person? Have you done Facebook? Have you dated? Yeah, we were seeing each other um, since February. We've seen each other in person. And when we see each other in person, you know, everything is fine. We saw each other twice. We were always very affectionate when we saw each other, but we mostly, you know, connected through telephone because we lived a good ways away. And we got into, like, a really bad fight on Saturday. And I'm just, like, you know, 
are we done? Like, what, what, how does he, what is he, like, why, you know, like, what, what happened? Like, what is going on with him? Why did he, how, is he just walking? I got like, you. Is he just, you know? I got you. Let me go ahead and take a peek here. Now, I want to, I want to say something that maybe you can just consider this. <clears throat> when people are texting, you don't hear the voice connotations. You don't hear the, you know, t- you know, you, the inflections, you can't say, hey, you know, without it being like, hey, cutie. Um, even though we've got the emojis now that go like, hey, that, you know, you're cute or whatever, it's still different when people are texting. And you can read a text, and you, people can really seriously mistake them for what the original in, intention was, Okay. So right, I know. Uh, my thought, yeah, my thought is like, hey, if you want to have a straight conversation with somebody or a playful conversation, whatever it is, boy, I would be on that phone and I would be talking. And one of the things that I've, that I've really been learning for myself more is learn to listen. Learn to listen to what other people are saying, respect what they're saying because they're sharing their point of view with you, which is very valuable. And then... You know, make sure that you're getting their communication, and then from there, go ahead and share, you know, create where you're coming from. So those are some major steps. I don't know if you've ever noticed that sometimes when somebody is talking, we are in our head immediately, rather than listening, we're already preparing our response, rather than taking in the whole communication. You know what I mean? Getting defensive, and I'm going to say this, and I'm going to say that. So let me take a peek here, and um, what I'm feeling is I don't think it's over yet, just to let you know, and I think he needs some time, and he does feel like a decent man, and I don't know that I would chase him or pursue him. Um, You might at one point, maybe just once, Say, hey, I, you know, text him just so I check in. How are you doing? And then let him respond to you. I Outside of that, a, I think he needs time. I, I, I did that the last time, and, you know, he was like, and I asked him, you know, do you want us to be over? Do you want to just be friends? And he's like, no, I don't want you to go. We express that we love each other and everything, and now – this happened, and he was, you know, pretty cool to me through text. Like, the things we were saying to each other, it just got really ugly and bad. And I'm just leaving it in his court now, and I'm just wondering, like, Correct. what the future holds. Like, if he's going to come back and, like, apologize if we're going to have a future or not. Or, like, if he's seeing other people, is that the reason? Like, what – did he change his mind and wanted a reason to walk away? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, what – I do. What, All right, let me just do a separate spread between you and him. I believe that he needs time, and I believe it's a good thing not to push him. That's what I can tell you. So let me just go ahead and do a separate spread. This is Tamika and Jose, Tamika and Jose, Tamika and Jose, Tamika and Jose. Please tell me where is this going, what's going on, where is this going, what's going on, where is this going, what's going on. Tell me when to stop, Tamika. Where is this going, what's going on? Stop. Okay, got it. All right, I'm going to cut this in the three piles with my left hand. Please pick one, two, or three. One, two, or three? Uh, Three. All right. Now, I personally don't feel like he's done, but let's see what the cards say. He's stubborn, correct? Mm Mm-hmm. Now, this says you have a fear of failure. It does say there has been some bad luck. And so the problem you might have here, Tamika, is that there's probably going to be another man coming in for you. Um, So two things I can say to you. Please watch out for any kind of negative self-imposed bondage. So if you're speaking in a negative way, uh, and uh, how can I say it? 
in a fearful way, things like that for yourself. You want to, don't do that to yourself, okay? Number one. This next card says, when you said he was speaking in a very mean way, yeah. um, then that's something that you want to go ahead and look at and say, do I deserve uh, somebody to speak to me that way? Right now, I defended myself. I care about him still, but I did defend myself. But that's why it's like kind of on him to come back now. Like that's why I'm like, is he done? If we're gonna have a future yes. or not? Because I'm gonna chase him. Correct. That is, yes, that's correct. That is correct. This is gonna be. This is gonna be. How can I say it? You know how we all have to make that decision. People communicate. People say things. Does it mean that they are a bad person? No, it just means that he's a man that said some hurtful things. That's what it means, right? And then mm-hmm. on your side of the fence, if he continuously says hurtful things, it's a pattern that he has. And it's one of those things where either he can break the pattern because you communicate with him and tell him, I, I will not accept you speaking to me that way. And if you want to have a relationship with me, you're going to have to change those habits. Do you understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But if he can't change that, then the, ball, the ball's in your court all the time anyway. So you're going to choose if you want to be him or if you're not going to be with him. But you have, here's the thing that's what I want, that I'm trying to tell you, is that you get, you've got more money coming in into your world somehow. I don't know if it's going to raise a promotion. But you have another man that may be showing interest in you, Tamika. So it's not just going to be Jose. And again, for Jose, my thought would be if you snooze, you lose. Right? You snooze, Mm -hmm. you lose. So if he decides to take too long to come back to you, there might be another man that tries to win your heart. And that would not surprise me. So, again, you're going to be um, taking your time to make some decisions. You want to always take care of yourself first and foremost right now. And you want to make sure that you are um, just be good to yourself. Be graceful with yourself. Okay? Mm -hmm. Love yourself first and foremost. And then if Jose comes back and apologizes, or you guys can have an adult conversation to let him know how that impacted you. That's really one of the most important things here. Now, I am going to go on to another call here now, but I wish you the very, very, very best of luck with Jose. But remember, I think another man is coming in. Uh, please give me that feedback when that happens. All right, we're going to move on to another caller. Hello, caller. Can you hear me? Hello. Hi there. Who is Hello. This? This is Vicki. Can you Vicki, hi, it's Jorianne. How are you? I'm good. How are you, Jorianne? I am okay, honey. I am very okay. What's on your mind tonight? Good. And if I've got to switch to my speakerphone, I'm going to tell you guys that could happen here. Okay. Um, so I've not had very good luck lately. Um, okay, sorry to hear that. Um, with my jobs. Um, I've been... I lost my daughter five years ago. Well, I'm and that's so sorry. Hard on me. Um, yes, ma'am. Kind of lonely. I did. I didn't know if there was maybe a guy gonna come into my life or or what. Let me take a look Can for you. Tell okay. Me anything? Okay. I will see what I can find here. Now, I want to tell you, I really do believe that your daughter's around you, ma'am. Um, have you been dreaming dreaming of your daughter or talking to her? I've dreamt a couple dreams about her, yeah, um, and sometimes I do feel like she's around me because, like, things will be moved yep. and or mess with me. I tell her she needs to stop. <laughs> Was there anything? But, you know she's not going to want to stop. She wants you to know that she's there. And she wants you to know that she's there. Was there anything special with her hair at all? Why would she with be her showing hair? me her hair or your hair? Yes. Um, well, her and I looked alike, looked alike. Um, okay. She always, she always had 
always had to have her hair perfect. Beautiful. Um, always had okay. to put it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she was beautiful, wasn't yeah. she? She was yep, very beautiful. Yep. yep, yep. I see her giving you flowers for some reason. Like, don't know if it's your birthday recently or any, any anniversary. Day. Oh, that's right. That's right. That is yeah. correct. So this is, we are approaching Mother's Day. That is correct. So um, do I think you have, like, a a possible relationship coming in? I think you do. Now, I don't know if you're doing any, um, how can I say, dating sites or anything. Always good to be careful. And um, the one thing I want to say to you, was there anybody that was like a woman that was kind of cranky or crabby or anything like that? Um, not really. Okay, um, so just, I don't know if it's somebody at work or anything, but just watch for like a a cranky, crabby woman. So watch for that. Okay. <clears throat> and I think you've got more money coming in. I'm not sure if that makes sense or not, but I see more money here. Well, I have a lot. I have a... I've got to do a settlement soon. Um, Good. One of one of my um, residents at a place where I used to work hit the side of my foot and crushed my wrist. Oh. So I've had to have surgery and a plate put in and screws put in and yeah. Wow, my goodness. So um, to me, I just want to tell you more money for sure. I do see your daughter watching over you, and um, and I, I, I don't know if she ever called you mama or how she called you mom, but I really get so much love coming from your daughter and how much she appreciated you. Oh, my God, yeah, like crazy. Was she, was she buried? my baby. No, we yes, have not ma'am. buried her yet. Um, I have her ashes. We didn't know... Um, after she died, I just had this feeling that maybe my daughter had something to do with it. Um, maybe murdered her by overdosing her. Um, but I've like, never had proof like, of that. Okay, now who do you think did that? My daughter, my other daughter. <clears throat> okay, she, let uh, me just say this to you. Hang on, hold please. Hang on, please. Okay. What I'm hearing... And what I'm hearing from the spirit world is no murder. No murder. If anything could have happened, it would have been accidental. But I'm hearing, because normally I can tell if people have been murdered, and your daughter does not feel like she was murdered. Okay? And there might have been some frustration. Yeah. Your your living daughter might have been very frustrated with some circumstances. Right now, my body is full of goosebumps and full of chills, and that means that your daughter is coming through here, and there's still other things that your dead daughter is telling you to please forgive your living daughter for. Do you get what I'm saying to you? Yeah. I know exactly what you're saying. Yep, yep, she's saying, you know, so she's like, "It's, it's time, Mama, or it's time, Mom, it's time. And she's also saying... Time to let it go because it's not going to be good for anybody. Yeah. You get that? Yeah. All right, good. And I know you're welcome. You're welcome. And there's something about a pillow here, and I'm not sure what the reference is around the pillow, but but just know something about a pillow, and, and that's what I just have to say here. Okay? All righty. And I'm hearing that she loves you so much, and God bless you. Oh, thank you. Oh, my God, you're welcome, honey. God bless you. And I and I hope that has taken some weight off your shoulders, Vicki, because it was not Oh, mine. yes, it has. Yes, it has. Good. Thank Good you job. so much, Dorian. All righty. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. God bless you. Okay. Bye-bye. Oh, my goodness. The, the heavy things that we have to deal with in life, you guys, sometimes sometimes life is just so unbearable. And um, 
so we're saying we're sending out prayers to Vicky right now and Vicky's family and thank thank you to Vicky's daughter for coming through to clear that up for her mom. Okay, all right. Um we have um I know I have one special person here that I invited to call in tonight. And this is a, a very special person who's uh, been a regular caller. <laughs> One of my Kim, are you there? I am. Hi, everybody. <laughs> so happy many of you guys already know. Yes, happy early Mother's Day. Thank you so much. You know, it's really fun because I started talking about my dead sister, Carol, so, and, you know, I just said that I had some major life uh, changes happen a couple of weeks ago uh, and that she came in to share, you share with me and like to let me know some major things were happening. So, again, uh, thank you, Kim, for uh, reminding all of us that this is Mother's Day coming up. And, um, and I just think that's even cooler now that Vicky's dead daughter did come through to give Vicky her mom information right before mother's day right before mother's day yep what a gift wow so amazing so so let me ask you this what's on your mind tonight kim anything that i can hear from the spirit world oh hang on i just heard your mom come through swear to god were you just asking for your mom you know what i did say that actually i I said um what does my mom have to say now (laughs) or something like that in my head before i go I want to talk like, to you mom so bad. Oh, great. So I'm hearing her say, you know, I don't know what this means because you and I know some things about each other, but we don't know, like, everything. But she's mm-hmm. like, what are you guys doing, I think, over at Dad's house? So yeah, are you guys – <laughs> okay, good. Okay, good. So you got that. So you got that message from your mom. Uh, please tell Brian he's got to watch his back. And I don't know what that means. That's coming from your mom. Um, And then tell your dad uh, she misses him too. And, yep, he misses her. And he holds her picture, if I'm not mistaken, because I don't know that that's true. But I'm seeing your dad either going up and talking to your mom's picture or I see him holding her picture. He probably does. He probably does. He has a couple of favorite pictures, actually, that we have on the fireplace uh, of my mom. And, yep. yep. Okay. Okay. And um, and I don't know why I feel like Scott is, like, so important to your mom. But yes. she's just smiling like there's a rainbow <laughs> over Scott. You know, moms don't want to admit this, but they do have their favorite kid, and he was mom's favorite kid, and we're all okay with that. We just wanted her to own that, own that he was the yeah. favorite one. <laughs> <laughs> well, with what she's on me, showing me tonight, I have to say I agree with you. I agree with you. <clears throat> he's a good guy. So he was, he's a good guy. He is a good man. He's a very good I love man. My he daughter. sure is. And my sister. Yeah, you've got an amazing family. Yes, you do. So, um, I do. I am so blessed. I am so blessed. I've had, um, again, I'm not going to go into any any details or anything, but I had a major life event uh, occur a couple weeks ago. And it was so amazing how my entire family uh, came around me and supported me and my my friends were there. And it was just, um, it was you know, it's when life has these big changes that you really know uh, where your support and your love comes from. And so your even tribe. your tribe comes say it again. around. Let me tell you, your yes, tribe comes yes. <laughs> Who is your tribe? Who is your tribe? And you guys, you, sometimes it's only one person that's your tribe. Sometimes we only need one person to be our tribe. So that's the important thing. But this is what I want to say to everybody, too. Um, I, I think it's really important to counter blessings because sometimes some of the blessings might look so so small or so minuscule. And um, uh, there were some things that I had uh, a loss of, and I ended up having coming across a couple of things 
that I once had that suddenly were there again. I was going like, whoa, how did that happen? That was just amazing. So um, I know God blesses all of us, and it's all in different ways. So we just want to keep making sure that we're not only counting our blessings, but make sure in whatever way we can reach out and be a blessing to others as well. And I, and I can tell you that um, Kim has been one of my blessings in my life. And, um, yeah, you definitely are one of my blessings. And I, I just love you to bits and pieces, and you know that. So, um, yeah, yeah, for sure. So make sure you guys count your blessings. And even with the bowl, sometimes it's a matter of reaching out um, and allowing yourself to meet new people. And because some of these are, you know, some of these are some of our uh, soul family from past lives. And maybe it's not time that they were supposed to come into our lives yet. Maybe it's through soul recognition when you meet somebody, you go like, you know, because that's what happened with Kim and I years ago. And it was like, you know, it just feels like we know each other. And it was an instant friendship. And and it's just been years. And uh, if you guys ever have want, want to have a psychic house party, guess who's coming with me? Kimberly is going to come with me to your psychic house party. <laughs> and she's going to make and sure that you are going to have, <laughs> she's going to make sure that you have an amazing psychic house party. And uh, oh. so we just want to let you know. And I'm just going to throw my number out right now, seeing that I'm saying that. If you guys want a more in-depth psychic reading, or if you want to have a psychic house party or a private seance or anything like that, give me a call at uh, 219-940-9292. Again, that number is 219-940-9292. All right. So, um, so Kim, I'm going to hop off the phone here. Uh, I just want to say, Barb, we love you, and thank you for coming in tonight. And um, and she, go ahead. She was showing me something with the cards. Go ahead. Okay, great. I just want to acknowledge all those uh, fur baby moms out there too. Sometimes we we're not like physically, but we are fur baby moms. Whether it be puppies or kitties or what have it, we are we are still moms. So honor yourself this uh, weekend if you are a fur baby mom too. (laughs) Celebrate yourself and your fur baby. Yeah. Okay. All right. Thank you. Kim, thanks again. All right. Thanks for joining us. All right. All right. Bye now. Bye-bye. Yes, you guys heard it right from the, I can't say horse's mouth. Kim uh, Kim has the most beautiful, beautiful cats. They're just amazing. And um, so if you're a fur baby mom, just make sure you, you just celebrate Mother's Day as well. All right. So let's Let's see who we have next online. Hello, caller. Who is this, and where are you calling from? Hello, my name is Patricia, calling from Cleveland, Ohio. Hey, Patricia, what's on your mind tonight? Hi, thank you for taking my call. Oh, man. I'd like to find out. I've been, uh, for years, practically all my life, I've been dealing with uh, being... I'm going to treat her like a suspect, Uh, even by my mother, but also in public spaces or places and by strangers, meaning the last recent incident last week going into a county library that I frequent. And uh, clerks who last year I caught about three of them in different places watching me. I reported, mm-hmm, the, mm-hmm. I reported the incident to the little branch uh, manager, which I, I don't know if he's playing, you know, like he doesn't know what I'm talking about. But anyway, his supervisor. And I've never gotten a straight answer. Then, um, uh, but the uh, person, the supervisor on the phone was saying, well, you know, this time period or whatever, that they, you know, they have, you know, they'll be keeping an eye out, and it's like, okay. Uh, but, yeah, this one and that particular one, Bridget, is a problematic thing, um, and it's happening at a city library. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Who I need to cleanse out is because um, it's 
it gets kind of pissed off because uh, I'm tired of it. And I mean, totally, I totally. different times. Uh, obviously, I don't like being treated like a suspect, being treated like a, my mother treated me like a scapegoat, meaning as a child, spanking right, right, me right. that I didn't do because adults lied. And right, right, right. So now what do I need to clear some negative energy? Or yes, ma'am. Or? Yes, ma'am. You most certainly do. I would. So there's two things that you might want to consider. Remember, I'm not 100%, okay? okay. Uh, I think you've got a couple of things going on here. Number one, normally we have what's called karma or karmic debts. As soon as you started telling me this, as soon as I started hearing the vibrations around the, of what's going on for you, you yeah. were probably a wanted robber, something like Bonnie and Clyde that had been very recognized in like a past life. So mm-hmm. the, the people that are, are looking at you as though you're a suspect, you either, now you're okay with the word karma, Patricia, right? I mean, you're calling a spiritual show. So you know spiritual concepts, yeah. correct? Okay, yes. you you may have murdered people in a past life, which many of us have. We're supposed to have had every experience that there is to have in these lifetimes. Now, we can't have every experience in, in one lifetime, so they get to be spread out karmically for reincarnation, okay? Right. Strong likelihood you may have murdered many people. So mm-hmm. not, not everybody looks at you like a suspect, but only some. So those people might have been some that you that you may have murdered, and for some reason, let me tell you, it just popped into my head. So I, and remember, I'm not I'm not right here, but the thing that literally just popped into my head was the Holocaust. So mm. there is a strong possibility that you may have killed some of these people in whatever lifetime, but the Holocaust really did just pop in. And believe me, I wasn't thinking about the Holocaust. Um, so you may have killed people, number one. Now, you choosing to be born into your mother's family means that your soul and her soul chose to come in to work things out from a prior lifetime. So the only thing you can really do is go into a state of prayer and meditation. And what you want to do is you could actually go to another psychic medium, you could go to somebody that says, can you read the Akashic records? Um, You could go ahead and start saying, there's a really amazing prayer out there. And let's say you're talking to your mom. So you already know that something has transpired. There's a negative energy between you two and other people, okay? And what you can do is say, let's say say one of the guy's names are Frank. You can say Mm -hmm. Frank. Please forgive me for anything I've done to hurt you, past, present, and future, through all of time and all of eternity. And I now forgive you, Frank, for anything you've done to hurt me, past, present, and future, through all of time and all of eternity. So what you're doing is you're allowing for the fact that, you know, you might have hurt somebody in the past life, which is, which is pretty likely. Okay, number one, that's for all of us, not just you, Patricia. Your soul is just feeling it right now, and you're trying to get a cleansing. So I would say you could go to a shaman. You could go to another psychic. You could go ahead and see if somebody could read the Akashic Records for you. But the point is you want to clear your karma right now, and that's where you want to go ahead and ask for forgiveness for anything that you may have done to hurt people and ask God to come in and help you clear that. Okay, that's what I'd be working on. Okay, can I okay. start? Can I help clear it with doing EFT tapping and the Ho'oponopono prayer? As oh, well? I would. Yes, ma'am. Okay. I certainly would. Yes, ma'am. Okay. Okay. Save myself and salt bath. All right. Uh, thank you very much. Have a good evening. Oh, my God. And God bless you because you've got a wonderful soul, Patricia. You've got a lot to offer people. You're very spiritual, very psychic. So God bless you, ma'am. Thank you. Thank you. Right. Bye-bye. You're welcome. You are so welcome. So, hey, everybody, I cannot believe it. Another hour has come and gone. And uh, I want to thank you all for have called, who have called in tonight. 
I want to wish everybody, as uh, Kimberly has reminded us, happy, happy Mother's Day coming this weekend to all of us moms in whatever way we are a mom. Uh, and all of the guys, also, when you guys are motherly, we love that. So happy Mother's Day, everybody. And um, and uh, for anyone that I couldn't get to, I hope that you, thank you for calling in. And please call back next week right here at your second connection with Jory and the Coffee Psychic. Good night, everyone.